This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris It's interesting to me that this country used to be a beacon of freedom for people around the world. Still people clamoring to come here. You see this at our borders. But um, I don't know that they're coming here on their own accord after all. Even that looks like it's a a big phony. Much as we used to say, if it's so bad, why are people killing themselves to get here? Turns out they might be getting paid by the U.N. Probably uh, paid through the U.N. via the church, the Catholic Church. The church, it looks like, is in business with the U.N., maybe the federal government, who knows. All I know is this. I talked yesterday about some basic economic numbers. And while I'm at it here, let me pull this up before I forget. Um, I said to you that one-third of our paychecks goes in taxes. Did you check it out? Did you take a look at it? You probably didn't have the time. I understand everybody's busy. And then I said to you, but that's not all you pay because you pay real estate taxes and even if you rent and whatnot, uh, you're still affected by a portion of that. Businesses pay into the real estate taxes, and it affects the price of everything, really. And in effect, if you do the math on it, uh, about half of all of our money is then taken in taxes. That's federal, state, and local, all of it, right? Half the money goes in taxes. If that's not enough, that they've so mismanaged it, that they're borrowing money at a, a pace that the, the the pace of our bur- borrowing uh, is probably more than every other country's total budget for the year. Just give that some thought. Two trillion dollar deficit uh, right now running at about 1.8 trillion. Um, let, let's see. I don't, I'm not going to do the math. I could have done a whole right. I wonder how that compares to the GDP of, of uh, the rest of the world. I bet you'd be shocked. Absolutely shocked at, at of uh, uh, how out of control it is, and because of all this borrowing that they're doing, because of the financial insolvency, now inflation's going through the roof, and they want you to believe that somehow they're going to ease up on the borrowing, uh, or not, and everything's going to be okay. We're going to go back to normal. Now, you'd be lucky if eight to ten percent inflation is the new normal. Can it be corrected? It can be corrected, but it's going to require a whole shift in the way things are being done. How do, when you just look at this a second, exactly what I said yesterday, half of all of our money goes to taxes. This is an economic fact, all right? This isn't political. It's a simple fact. Communism, socialism, democracy, capitalism, whatever you want to talk about. Half the money is being consumed by the government. How much is too much? Well, apparently half isn't enough because they're borrowing another $2 trillion a year. And now because of that, 8 to 10% is coming off the value of everything that we made and do make or own. It's a built-in tax on everything, bringing down the value of everything. You may not have seen it all yet, but that's a fact. So now, once you get past that, uh, debt levels 127% of GDP right now. And you remember the, the, the shuckster Obama, <laughs> borrowing the debt is still in a healthy range because of the percentage of DDP. <laughs> that was his sales pitch to spend more. And um, 
Uh, then came Trump. So Biden, uh, Obama set a record with that line. As long as it's within a safe range of GDP, roll the presses, baby. And he borrowed something like $12 trillion more than all the rest of the presidents combined at that time. And everybody said, oh, we have our first black president. Everything is good. So then came Trump. And he spent even more than Obama. Now comes Biden. And when they say they passed the last spending bill, the the infrastructure bill, they called it, with spending levels going back to COVID-level spending levels. This is very, very freaky what's happened. I've been saying since I started the podcast, we're at a trillion-dollar-a-year deficit. It's not going to change for 10 years. I was wrong. It went up in five. It doubled. Um, Steve Bannon, I heard him speaking, said that there's a trillion-dollar structural deficit, presumably with uh, Social Security or something like that. I don't know what he meant by that. I never got a chance to ask him. What does all this mean in simple terms? That the financial footing of this country is in serious, serious trouble. Let's look at the practical reality. The schools suck. The medical system sucks. The military sucks. Trying to get around by air or, or, or automobile sucks. Dealing with the government on any level sucks. What doesn't suck in this country anymore? Besides uh, Michael Obama. <laughs> Sorry. I take that back. Was that necessary? You tell me. This country has been driven into the ground. What would the greatest generation say if they came back and saw this? What would the founding fathers say if they came back and saw what's going on? We, how do we call this progress? I want to know how you take a guy like Howard Stern. Why doesn't he speak to like a real person once? He's just gone. I'm woke and proud of it. I'm sure you are, dude. I'm sure you are. You know, if I was sitting on tens of millions and, you know, millions by the day, I'd probably be as grand as everything with everything going on, my doggone self. I don't know. I don't see how you could be. Give Elon Musk credit for that. At least he's willing to point out uh, things as they are. What kind of progress is this? We've given up all of our freedom. We, our families have been destroyed, our churches are destroyed, and now the rest of it's being destroyed. How is any of this a good idea? I saw this, uh, Tim Ballard, he was part of that, that movie, right? Um, Sounds of Freedom. He's left Operation Underground Railroad because of some sexual harassment allegation. Now, what do you make of that? Now you say, well, we like the movie, we like the theme, da, 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 da. we want to like this guy, so he must be innocent, right? As if Republicans don't get involved in any shenanigans? Maybe it's more frequently heterosexual, but that's probably about the only difference in terms of uh, promiscuity as far as I can tell. But the bigger issue is how do you know what to believe? I have a hard time believing anything. I kid you not, I saw that... Uh, a story that Mike Pence is gay has been secretly going out to gay bars in Washington for years. Uh, there's like no end to it. This guy Tim Ballard being, you know, look at the movies involved in rescuing children from from trafficking, and then he gets accused of this. Trump, of course, you know the story. Uh, Biden has a long following. Everybody just keeps coming out. So uh, anymore, if you do anything to buck the message, look at um. Oh, who's the the guy from Britain? 
that they've they've just destroyed. They just wiped out that guy's income. What's his name, the guy? I'm drawing a blank. That they just, Russell Brand, right? They deplatformed him. I, I don't know how everybody watching, there ought to be a national content creator strike. You see, if everybody just said, you know what, we're not going to keep doing this. If you're going to keep picking off people one by one, and this is what we have to wake up to, we're out. Sooner or later, people wake up. I've noticed, by the way, YouTube, um, it's not as good as it once was. I see Amazon having trouble. These corporations that went woke or have just gone downhill, the value at Amazon is no longer there. I could do a whole podcast on this. We're not going to get into it today. Less in my satisfaction with Amazon is steadily declining, and there are now things that I absolutely will not buy on Amazon because of the way they operate. Not all is bad, I have to say, but I'm just telling you, all these companies are so focused on their cultural misappropriation and sticking it to the American people that they forgot how to run their own businesses, much less the, the, the government and the politicians. Uh, Philadelphia is famous for its cheesesteaks. You might know that. And uh, I think this is Pat's. doesn't really matter. I don't go to these places. Um, Jim's West. I don't even know what that is. Jim's. I know people that have been there. Yeah, Jim's West. West Philadelphia. Here's the photographs. This is, uh, this is um, Lansdowne. Lansdowne is a, is a freaky, freaky place. And uh, just outside of uh, just outside of the center city, really, still within the city limits, just on the other side of Montgomery County. And this line, it's amazing. You cross out of Philadelphia on the Upper Darby side and the, um, the Lansdowne side, and you cross over into the main line where there's just gobs of money. And it's just uh, it's like crossing from a third world country into a modern country. And I think you're going to see more and more of this. So anyway, uh, here's my point. Uh, Jim's West, that I've never gone to. If you want a good cheesesteak in Philadelphia, you're going to want to go out to the suburbs. Um, ex-military police and others with law enforcement backgrounds have moved on uh, to security in Pennsylvania. In this case, uh, standing arm guard. Uh, he's got some kind of a... AR platform here with sights on it. This is like a ridiculous uh, crowd defense weapon to me, but I suppose it's a visual deterrent. I don't know. It's funny. He's got the um, a hand uh, a hand grip on the front. How many of you are carrying around gear like that? You have no idea what you're even doing. It's funny to me. I didn't mean to bring it up for that reason. To each his own, I suppose. But um, to me, it's no way to carry a rifle. If it, if it was meant to have a handle on the front, there would be one there. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is what you have now to go out to eat. Now you say, well, I don't go to Jim's West. Why do I care? You'll know if you get caught in one of these places where you're not supposed to be. But we also noticed that we went down to uh, Baltimore Inner Harbor for Father's Day last year, I guess it was. And uh, we won't be going back for the same reason. Not safe. Uh Ray Epps, did you hear that the Ray Epps has been charged by the DOJ? He was uh, uh, accused of being one of the people that told people that to run into the um, Capitol on January 6th. Ray Epps reported to be a Marine veteran. 
I don't believe any of it. <laughs> None of it. I think I talked about this story, speaking of safety and security. This woman, an adult woman, uh, started beating on a 13-year-old child at a McDonald's. Witnesses recorded the event. Nobody stepped in to do anything. The woman's yelling at him. What are you all yelling at, looking at? I fight kids, I fight you. This little girl is beat up. Her face all bruised up. They interviewed her mom. I wonder, you know, what this 13-year-old girl is doing out at the McDonald's by herself. I always ask these questions, but I'm the only one that seems to be the case. You're going to let your kids out in the inner city, and the woman beating on her, I'm guessing, is mentally ill. I'm, I'm, it's the only thing I can think of. On drugs, maybe both, but what, what else would you, why would somebody act like that? That's not rational. That's not normal. And you can get angry, and I don't care, and this and that, but um, kids shouldn't be out by themselves. Shouldn't we start there? I don't know. What do I know? And I don't know the whole story. Maybe the mom is at work. That's a very big possibility. You know, these problems that we see, you say, well, the problem of divorce, for example. You know, out in the suburbs, somehow, I guess people have different jobs, and they're able to adjust their schedules. They go into the office a little later. They got to leave to go pick up Johnny at school. And this is the office talk, right? Oh, got to leave to pick up Johnny. Oh, got to run. Oh, I'm going to be in late tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, what do you think the guy on the paving crew does? Uh, hey, boss, uh, I'll, I'll catch up to you. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're either here when the truck leaves or you're not. What do you think the guy does that uh, drives for Amazon? Uh, hey, I'm going to have to cut the route short today. Uh, no, <laughs> you'll be fired. So there's like a whole other world out there besides like, you know, the office gig, <laughs> the, the, the home, work from home, complete flexibility gig. Not everything runs like that. And you know, it's easy. Why are these kids, uh, uh, you know, without supervision? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm not going to judge anybody. I just know that it's bad when kids go unsupervised, you know, as a child of a single parent family. By the way, guess what? Guess what was happening to me at 13 years old? I was getting in trouble, fights included, not with adults, though. It definitely bit off more than I could chew. UAW president says that they're going to wreck the economy. I don't know how they could make it much worse, or what, to the point we can't afford cars and houses. I didn't really get into this to see uh, what their plan is, but nobody really seems to care a whole lot about it. Fascinating, we have these strikes, nobody cares about it. Cherry Hill School District, Camden County, New Jersey. Becomes the first in the in the country to mandate African American history course for graduation. I wonder what history that is exactly. What would they say about the African American history? Why is it never told? You know, if if the if the if there's um, if there's slavery and that there should be um, you know payments made. Um, why wouldn't they say that thank you to the whites who freed them? Probably not even, if you think about it, the, the whites who freed the black slaves in this country were probably generations away from the people who created the institution or, or bought many of these slave families in the first place, but yet they freed them anyway. And now, as their descendants, we're being told that we haven't done enough, that we have to pay, pay more. I don't know. You tell me what you think about it. This is fascinating uh, on a number of different fronts. Um, Tom Hanks' son, 
uh, talking about how he listens to Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, they're not buying into this woke crap. Not all these celebrities. And then, you know, Tom Hanks comes out and they're very concerned. And well, he should be. He's raised the white nationalist for God's sake. Please tell me he hasn't voted for Trump. <laughs> Did you? There's a there's a meme going around a female celebrity. I don't know who it is. I don't know these people. And she's got three trans kids, and people are saying, well, how can that be? That's freaky beyond belief. Don't tell me that's the kids. What is going on? Well, the VA wants to get on the action. The VA should begin gender-affirming uh, care for trans veterans. Um, this is an opinion uh, from The Hill. Twelve years ago this week, don't ask, don't tell, the discriminatory military policy that barred uh, uh, lesbian, gay, and bisexual people from serving openly. Um, while Don't Ask, Don't Tell was in effect, the military kicked out an estimated 14,000 homosexuals, not for merits, but simply because of who they were as people. While ending Don't Ask, Don't Tell enabled military service for lesbian, gay, and bisexual people, transgender people were still de facto banned under a McCarthy-era executive order that tasked federal agencies with investigating their employees who pose, quote, security threats. Do you think gay, lesbian, transgender people are, quote, a security threat? Look at what's going on now. Despite serving our country with honor, many of these transgender veterans are denied the comprehensive gender-affirming care they need because transition surgeries are not covered by VA health insurance. Well, too bad. Kick them all out. Keep them all out. And let the message be known. No gays, lesbian, or trannies in the military. That's my position on it. You don't have to agree with it. The beautiful thing is, uh, for a little while longer, we'll actually get to each voice separate opinions freely and even debate about that. I make no argument about it. I simply point to you what's going on right now. And you say, well, Chris, are you, you going to blame our military readiness effective on gay, lesbian, and trannies? No. No, I'm not. I'm going to blame the idiot's reaction to it is what I'm going to blame it on. And things like this. West Point sued after the director of admissions was bragging that race is a determining factor for many applicants. Oh, really? Uh, 90% of the class is non-white. Oh, it must be merit-based. Okay. Um. We know we live in a racist country. You're racist. Everybody's racist. Um, except for non-whites, they're not racist, of course. Uh, Florida's arrest of an undocumented van driver escalates Mexico's uh, tensions with Florida. Who cares? Who cares? What do you think Mexico does when it escalates tensions with Mexico? Who cares? How many people have been arrested in Mexico and how they treat them? Raising tensions with Mexico. What are they going to do? Flood our border? Uh, supporters of reparations for black residents urge San Francisco to push forward. Yep. Well, you get reparations for slaves, and there better be reparations for the dead Union soldiers. That's all I'm telling you. I, this is why I think shutting down the government would be the best thing. Are they getting money for this? After everything I just told you, what do you think? Tell me honest to God. If you remove yourself emotionally, this is everything's emotional now. Oh, the poor black people, we should give them some money. Oh, the poor homosexual people, we should give them some money. Oh, the poor tranny kids, we should give them free surgery. Oh, the poor children, we should give them free college. Where, where do I get in that line? Uh, what? 
white boy, get to the back, you're out. No consideration at all. This is the reality of where we're at. Right? Can't arrest Mexican undocumented drivers. They want reparations for black people. But this one takes the cake. I think I might have mentioned this briefly, but this this is a story, in a, is a podcast in itself. The founder of Rolling Stones, what's the little slime bag's name? He publishes this uh, memoir. Jan Wenner is this, that's the guy's name. Jan Wenner from Rolling Stone Magazine. Rolling Stone Magazine has been a beacon of liberal BS for a long time, hiding under this idea that it's some kind of cool music magazine. All right? So Jan Jenner, Jan Wenner, sorry, Jan, the man, I don't know if he knows that, Jan the man, all right, had a publication, not him, of course, but his publication, very anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-Trump, uh, anti-America, anti-straight male, okay? But that's Jan's business, right? Rolling Stone, that's his magazine. Well, it turns out that he's a raging misogynist racist. He publishes a, this memoir of sorts of top music talent over the years, not one female, not one non-white. This, if nothing else, exposes this liberal lunacy with these people that, that can't claim to be friends of, of black and brown people, and they're crapping all over them. Now, here's the big thing, and now here's where I get sucked into the quagmire. Jan is Jewish, right? But you don't hear about that. You don't hear about that. And for the purposes of all of his racism and misogyny, Jan who you want to believe is a man, but that's not real clear either. For the purposes of this conversation of misogyny and racism, Jan is a white dude. Oh, ain't that funny? Amazing, really. And you can't imagine why people are riled up. All right, I got that out of my system. The Great Reset, Phoenix Mayor trying to build these 15-minute cities. Guys, government needs to stay out of this stuff. Half of Miami's elected officials under investigation. Um, Jan- massive January 6th database. Uh, Dana White saying the same as me, won't see a doctor, doesn't trust them. What good is health insurance if you can't trust the doctor? J.D. Vance says that Biden's agenda explicitly designed to offshore U.S. auto jobs. Biden campaign launches strategy to combat misinformation on social media. In other words, Biden campaign launched the strategy to control misinformation on social media. All pushing us to socialism. It's going to be like a broke socialist, just broke, bankrupt. I don't think it's socialist. There's been no real takeover, although when I see what they're doing to Trump with taking his business... And you say, well, is is it one-off? No, it's not one-off. You find the number of people that have been destroyed. Um, Like uh, uh, the guy I mentioned earlier, I keep forgetting his name, um, the British guy, that they've just wiped out his income. Uh, How many people? Because they don't like what they say. They don't don't like the way they think. How long before Joe Rogan gets the boot? I don't know. How is he so bulletproof? Others. Here's a, a story for you. Our, our, our social, our justice system perverted. 
Uh, here's a small win. A former Yale student acquitted of rape in 2018 cleared to sue the, the female who um, accused him. Whew, nasty stuff. Let me mention this before I let you go, and I want to give you another little summary here before I sign off. Uh, there's a little story here about Gaddafi, spelled completely wrong here, but you'll see in the show notes. Um, Kiev warning of a difficult winter. Um, any of these countries, um, Afghanistan, Iraq, I heard, uh, Russia's saying that a million Iraqis were killed in the Iraq war. A million people killed. We never heard that, did we? I wonder if anybody can confirm that. That's a lot. It's a big number. Awful lot of death and destruction. But my point is this. You don't know what's going on in Iraq. You think everything's just hunky-dory, is it? Somehow I doubt it. Somehow I doubt it. How badly are those people shaken? Afghanistan, the place, they're arguably doing better now by themselves, too. Gaddafi, they're saying, look, this guy had made some very meaningful reforms. But because he wouldn't play along and keep the payments up, they took him out. Kiev warns of difficult winter after deadly strikes. Oh, it's going to be a deadly winter. I said, I think I think that, you know, Russia's uh, turned the energy off. But who knows what to believe out of that? I said the Ukrainian people would get screwed. I think I was well right about that. Um, Pentagon releasing information about killer robots. Uh, a lot of drone information, a lot of drones being used. Um, like 3,000 a day in Ukraine. I've said this before. As far as security threats, basically, the story in Ukraine, by the way, they're basically buying, like, civilian drones and modifying them to make them fly further and, uh, you know, have incendiary devices and things like that. It's not that hard to create a drone air force. And if it's not that hard to create it, it's not going to be that hard to create it in quantity. And can you imagine the destructive ability? And what would you do? What would you do if domestically or, or say, a Mexican drug cartel you know, flew a, a drone army into Florida or you know, Texas or something like that? Really concerning. How long before you know, small countries are able to develop sophisticated armies because of this. Okay, one more story before I get to one more economic update. Canada, if I'm reading this right, is going to require some podcasts to be registered. Uh, here's what I see coming out of this. Here's what I see coming out of it. Uh, it'll happen here eventually. Podcasts will be regulated just like radio, if I had to guess. Probably be a good thing in some regard. Um, what has happened that I'm realizing is that you have these so-called influencers that are making recommendations on things and not disclosing that they have financial ties with what they're selling. And that's illegal, by the way. And it's morally morally wrong as well. Why would that be allowed to continue? It dawned on me as I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's not just podcasts that are doing that, happening all over the place. Let me leave you with this, as, as our country literally just seems to evaporate in front of us. Current national debt, $33 trillion. 
um, $98,700, basically $100,000 for every man, woman, and child in this country. $255,000 for every taxpayer. So if you're paying taxes, that's your obligation. But that's not the real telling story. So we're at thirty-three trillion right now, and they have an estimate on. Do you hear my dogs barking? It's funny. You know, I actually heard it on uh, another podcast. I thought, well, as long as it can happen to somebody else, it can happen to me too. Good luck. I, we have this place locked down with sound. You never hear anything, right? You don't hear my wife screaming. You know, no, I'm kidding. My wife doesn't scream. Um, you never hear anything, but the, the dogs somehow penetrate those dog barks. So we're at $33 trillion in debt. It's the end of 2023, effectively 2024. And this estimate is for three years from now, okay? I talked to you about Obama, $12 trillion. I think we were at about $20 trillion when he left office. Twelve of that he spent, something like that. I'm going from memory, okay? Trump comes in and takes us from 20 to 30 in one term, something like that. 28, something like that, doubled the amount of spending. I was like, oh, we got to pull that back. Nope, that was the new floodgates, and it's not getting pulled back. The Congressional Budget Office is calculating that in 2027, it'll be three years from now, there will be $39 trillion in debt or $113,000 per citizen. That's 13000 more debt in every one of our names over the next three years. How's that get paid back? The Office of Budget Management predicts a higher number at $40 million, but the U.S. debt clock predicts that it'll be about $45 trillion, or a 30% increase. You listen to what I'm telling you very, very carefully here. I keep telling you all of these problems come back to this one simple thing. And once you realize that, everything becomes a lot clearer. Remember I gave you that goofy podcast about the uh, the kid who could see dead people. Everybody thought, I got the email. I know, you're getting a little weird. I said, people see patterns. If Once you see this pattern, you're like, oof. The debt is, is, is exponentially growing is what I'm telling you. It will be, what are they uh, predicting as GDP? And here's the other thing. <laughs> so the U.S. debt clock is, can, can, is say, seeing much higher debt levels and lower domestic product forecasts than the government indicators. You tell me who you want to put your your faith and stock in. At that point, we'll be 150% GDP. Other countries have gotten that high. Spending to GDP ratio, one-third of all the money going to the government. I should take a snapshot of this right now is what I should do and save it for 2027. It's remarkable to think if this doesn't stop. The Republicans in Congress, they tried to hold the line. Let me just tell you, I don't think they can stop. I don't think they can. I think the bankers are on the other end going, you better figure out a way to grow this economy. I think that's what they're telling them. If you don't keep pumping $2 trillion in, people aren't going to be able to make their payments. There's a number in this that somehow we're not seeing. We're seeing you know, equity numbers. I want to see the cash flow numbers. I think that's where the real problems are. What are the inflows and outflows on a national level? 
I think people would be alarmed. You know how I know it? It's not that I'm some kind of financial whiz. $20,000 a year for a kid to go to school. $100,000 for a kid to get a four-year education at a crappy school. $20,000 a year for family medical benefits. People aren't making that much money. Meanwhile, a basic house is $400,000. $50,000 for a vehicle, six, eight hundred dollars a month. I saw you could lease four hundred dollars a month if you put $42,000 down. I wonder who made that deal. Probably Joe Biden. Hey, God willing, I'll be back on Friday. I hope I gave you a couple things to think about. Uh, and let me say this. You better just start thinking about learning to grow your own food. That's really going to be the control uh, piece at the end. Yeah, I got a couple things maybe we'll talk about in the coming weeks, lessons I learned about growing food. God willing, I'll be back on Friday. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.